pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? Well, what's the best game where you play a dead guy? Hey, you'll find I'm in looks boring. What are you on about? It All of great. their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like it you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. It's boring. VG247's <laughs> Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, I was just doing And it. that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Aroes, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock-Humes, with me, Tom, playing Piria Dara, the Fire Ganassi Monk. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. I am Chris Trot, I'm playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elinastro, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor, D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons Toolset. Check them out with the link in the episode description and start digitizing your campaigns. Anyway, onto the episode. The team have all the information to resurrect Quill, but Lucius has other plans. Lucius. Mm. He's a mm. <laughs> Sad face. Sad face. Sad. You probably have a couple of hours of, of you know, <coughs> dealing with things. Quiet but then you read the letter, um, and inside is the certificate. Is the is the is like a mark of credit as well. Also, <laughs> some money. After all that. But it's, it's and what I'm saying is, is it's not just the letter. Inside is the 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 mark of credit he mentioned as well. Okay. Um, what would you like to do? Is, or would you just do you want to do anything, or not? Uh, I'm going to pocket that letter. Mm-hmm. I won't burn it. We love burning things in Gusthaven. Birds. And I'm just going to be pacing the room a lot. Okay. Probably to see the annoyance of the guards. Like I'm thinking to myself, I'm not I mean, saying anything out loud. It's very cushioned. It's very carpeted. It's probably not making a lot of noise. Okay. Really go and you could like smash stuff around, them. but if you're just not piecing, it probably won't make it. Yeah. I'm trying to piece things together. Okay, so you're just. Thinking. I'm doing CSI in my brain, but it's a Lucius doing it, so... Okay, it's like a big colourful children's painting. Yeah, yeah. He sees a cow walking into the Elanesto estate. Murder in his eyes. string across a board, but then he just tangles himself up in it instead. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually I come to a conclusion where I'm saying Nanny out loud. Okay. Yes. I need to find out. Okay. Gods! Uh, you hear like a kind of shuffling, like a clanking of metal. The door opens. Uh, it is a young half elf, uh, not half elf, uh, high elf. Um, opens it up, kind of peers through. Uh, yes, Lord Alaste. 
Am I permitted to leave? Of course you are. You're, you're here as Thank a guest. Thank you. Just, oh. um, can I... He kind of, like, trots after you, like... But I, I would like to ask where you're going, sir, just in case the prince asks. To my friends. Uh, okay. Do you wish... Do you want where to are they? finding them? Uh, we believe that they were headed to the Star Sorrow Cathedral. Right. Thank you. With your... your the Aarakocra that, that, that they brought in with them? Right. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Are, are you sure you're all right, Lord? Yes, I'm, I'm happy fine. to accompany you. you. All right. Uh, and he'll kind of stand back and watch as you leave, and then he trots off to go find somebody to report to. I'll turn around mm-hmm. right at the end. I love the cushioning effect of the floor. <laughs> you call down the corridor? It's so good to be home. And then walk. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, you make your way out. Are you going to try and find the, the rest of them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so as you guys begin leaving, because I think... By the time you guys got there and had the conversation with the, the lights here, you know, Lucius has had enough time to kind of like think and, and figure things out. Um, and yeah, you, you probably see in the distance emerging from the cathedral, no quill, um, but you see the rest of them emerging from the cathedral and you all see, you know, stood at the end of a plaza, kind of like staring up at the cathedral, looking to what your direction, you see Lucius. Uh, that was quick. Um... I'm just gonna row over it. Lucius, are you okay? Are you okay? Do you need more hankies? No but I could do with your help. I can do that? What do you need? I think uh, something's afoot, something is amiss. Oh yeah, for sure, this place stinks right now. Something big's going down. Yeah, I don't yeah. really believe a lot of what we were told. I don't think any of them are dead. Oh. Speak. It's impossible, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this in public. Are you in danger? Well, potentially, people thought... don't know he's here yet, so we, we should probably get him yeah. inside. We yeah. think he might be in danger. It's right. somewhere quiet, somewhere private. Well, the cathedral is protected, it's warded and guarded at all times. We could ask if we can go back in, I guess. I could always ask uh, the prince, but I don't think there's quarters for all of you. Yeah, he pretty much told us to get out earlier. Yeah. I think we're going to have to find somewhere to stay. Do you know of any good places that don't cost everything? Because turns out we need that for Quill. I only had to stay in one place. So I don't really know. Any anytime someone visited, did they stay somewhere in particular? It was always handled. Okay. C- could we not just go by the lake? I mean, there doesn't seem like there's many people there. Oh, the, the sky. I lake. should show you the the sky lake at some point. It's beautiful. <gasps> yeah, that'd be nice. Yes. Let's go there. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can just travel down there. It's open. It's it's. Um, as you begin making your way, the the first thing you notice is you have to walk along this bridge that is a series of very delicate kind of metal chains and things connected to it. And it's anchored into one island and anchored into the other. And there is a kind of shifting motion to it. And you are just looking down thousands and thousands of feet as the world is moving below you. And people just cross it without thinking. that shit. (laughs) We're going somewhere else. No, well, this is. This is so I'm cool. in complete denial, mm-hmm. and this is a total like 180 mm-hmm. deal. So this is one of the most spectacular sights of Gusthaven. You can't miss it. I can see it from here. When Hesper raised all the sky cities, this little island came with Gusthaven. I'll, if I hold you, you hold waterfall. me, and then we'll walk across carefully, okay? I'm, I'm sorry, but the down. last time that I was in the sky like this, we crashed out of it. I know, but we, be careful. I want, I want to see, but I'm scared. Please. There's not been a single fatality on this bridge. 
I'm, my I'm, I'm just like a little bit away and I'm bouncing up and down. I go, guys, this is really safe. Look. <laughs> like, yeah, you just, it's like, it's, it's you know, it's, it's kind of like a, you know, like a rope bridge, but it feels very secure. Um, and there is like people kind of watching you strangely. And you do see a couple of the high elves are kind of like, they kind of like roll their eyes and shake their head a little bit like, oh, these idiots, like these idiot lowlanders. They kind of, ugh. Um, but one of them kind of calls out is just like, just so you know, it, it is completely safe. There's enchantments in case you fall over. Uh, it yes. slows your descent. Try it. It's quite fun. Slows your descent? Yeah. I'll hold you. I'll hold you. What, so you just land me? down there in like a day? Yeah. Oh, it takes time. So we, there's normally if they detect someone yeah. falling off, the guards yeah. will send a Pegasus uh, to come and catch you. We can do it. We can do it. Honestly, I just want to see that now. Can I throw someone at uh, the edge? I would, please do not waste the guards' time. Uh, good, good day, Lowlanders. Uh, and he kind of nods more to Lucius in a kind of, we're citizens of this place. <laughs> um, <laughs> these Lowlanders. <laughs> Come on, let's waste no time. We okay. have to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, 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 sure. That's first priority, I guess. Just, just tunnel vision. Okay. Smeek, go. He like hops off your head, looks down, pats it with his bare goblin feet. And he just starts running across it, like jumping up and down. He goes up to the chain bars, <laughs> <laughs> like peers over it. <laughs> I bet he spits as well. No, he, he doesn't spit. Side. No, he spits over the side. No, he doesn't no? spit over the side. Yeah. I love his enthusiasm no. for everything. He's just like bouncing up and down. Um, licks probably licks it at some point. He's like, eh, eh. stop putting <laughs> things in your mouth. Let's go. Yeah, and blinkers. Okay. Yeah. You guys, you may come across, and it's, it's like walking across a long, you know, ever so slightly swaying bridge. But you do so. At one point, this thick roll of clouds passes over the bridge and kind of covers your feet. And there's this, and then it passes. Mm. It, it passes very quickly. Mike, can I just say this is cool? It's cool. Yeah. Like, Visual, this is it? Final Fantasy level shit, yeah. and I am here for it. When you, <laughs> when you reach the other side, you can see that the area of the Sky Lake is a lot, it's a large lake. And there are like grassy patches and little hills around it as well. There is another kind of like stone fence, uh, stone wall that's been built around to stop people just walking off the side. Um, but you can see it's clearly a touristy spot. There are little vendors. There are little like refreshment stands. There are people actually out in the lake on like little boats, Aww. kind of sailing around. There's like trees and little gardens and like little hedge mazes, and Wasn't it's like a very quaint little tourist spot yeah. but the the lake is also there are dozens of fishing spots and you can see that there are a lot of fishermen and they appear to be working then it's not like a recreational fishing they are working to fish the um is the bottom of the lake like that's all in, encased as well yeah. it's not like the bottom of it is like straight down straight no, down no it's it's oh, encased cool. okay um so it's encased you also yeah. those <laughs> of you who are more perceptive so anybody who's kind of got like passive perception over 14 or so nope no uh, I think it's just Ayla and I think Lucius. Who Lucius would know this anyway. Um, you do spot that on the kind of patrolling, you don't see City Watch, but there are a number of Dwarven Druids. Um, and they are all clearly, they have strange amulets. And they're just walking around and they'll occasionally walk up to the lake. They kind of look down at it, gesture with a spell, nod. Um, one of them walks over to one of the fishermen as he's pulling up a fish and he just pats him on the shoulder. They have some sort of exchange and then the fisherman is like, mm, and he packs up his stuff and leaves. And then the druid begins casting some sort of spell over the lake. Chlorine. Bleach. Okay. 
But yeah, and, and it's very pleasant. It's uh, very pleasantly warm as it always is in Gusthaven. Um, and you can see that people are just going about you know, enjoying a lovely day on the side of a lake. Can we find a quiet spot? Yeah, sure, yeah. I was gonna say that. So it's, uh, yes, I know, a perfect spot. Yeah, sure. Follow me. Yeah. Lucius leads you to- And I'm, I'm walking at pace with determination. Lucius, are you okay? You're more decisive than I've ever seen you. Well, considering the circumstances, I think I have to be. Okay. I just want to check that you're okay. Yes, I'm okay. Yes. Okay. Anyway, I assume we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 what does it look like? Where, where is it? Like a little. I guess it's kind of near the the manufactured rock mm-hmm. wall. There's like an area that's kind of shadowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like a small copse of trees. Yeah. That kind of protects it, blocking the mm-hmm. uh, the view from mm-hmm. the touristy area. It's like little picnic tables, but nobody's around. So, my family aren't dead. Let's be honest, they're too clever for that. So there's got to be something else going on. It can't just be an accident. My father and my mother do not do that sort of thing. Okay, okay. Um, What gives you that idea? Do you know your parents? Yeah. Then you know what they're capable of and what could happen to them. You can assume things from that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. And you're assuming they... Things don't add up, is what I'm saying. Well, we... Well, we know that. Yeah. We don't think it was an accident, but that... Good. Doesn't then mean... Then you're right. That doesn't mean that they might not be dead, Lucius. I just want to prepare you for that possibility that they are, but it wasn't an accident. This is what we're trying to find out. Yes, and we'll get to the bottom of that. However, I think the starting point is to go to my nanny, Norfia. No, right. And she wasn't in the house when it blew up? Again, like with this sort of circumstance, she wouldn't put herself in that sort of danger. If something was brewing, she'd know about it. Lucius, do you have any evidence? Like, do you... I mean, the prince mentioned there was a letter for a scroll for you or something? Yeah, that, that's no matter. But what I'm trying to get at is Nanny Norfia is a survivor from the Lowlands. And she's told me wondrous adventures of what she's been through. And she's a refugee into Gusthaven, and she would know how to deal with this scenario and would know where my family is. Did she live outside of your family's estate? No, she lived in and raised, helped raise me. How often was she ever not in the Elanesto estate? Well, she, she was my main protector and guardian for when my family were busy okay. with their business, which is often the case, and she taught me everything I know. But what I mean is, is it irregular for her not to be there? Yes, but the circumstance of my entire estate blowing up is quite irregular, don't you think? Well, no, that's what I mean. If it's irregular that she's not there, and she just happens to not be there when the place... What are you implying? I'm implying that you might actually be onto something. In regards to my nanny? Yeah, if she's not there, then not maybe she was sent it. away, is what I'm saying. No, she would have known. She wouldn't be sent away. For her she protection, I mean. She doesn't need it. Right. I'm on your side, Lucius. Mm. Good. Where else would she be if she wasn't there? Where can we look for her? Well, she's very secretive and very cunning, so I assume she kept something secret from me. Um, would I know anywhere that she would? I don't think. I don't think you're in your life. She was always in the Alanasto estate, and as long as you needed her, she was there. I mean, I don't think you would know what she would have done with any of her free time. Yeah. I don't think she would have ever told you. I don't know, but uh, maybe if she knows that I'm alive, she'd find me. 
Nobody currently knows that you're alive. So we need to get word out that... I don't think that's for the best yet. So I think we should through find the right channels. Well, we well currently, right exactly. I know who we can Oh, trust. we met this guy. Bellinor. Him. What's your impression of Bellinor? Magronas. <laughs> oh, I love them. They're fantastic. Um, Quite, why? Um, you saw him? What did he say? Well, he said he was relieved. He was angry. Uh, but relieved. Angry. He said relieved, anyway. He was quite aggressive. He's confused. He yeah. said he was your friend and not your friend that you used to sky jazz together and you grew up together or something? He said you grew up together, you used to play together, but that you're not necessarily friends, play. but you know each other. <laughs> he called it play, did he? He said he uh, wasn't the nicest uh, when you were younger. When I was younger? Mm. How about ever since I've known him to this day? Okay. He's never been nice and playful, exactly, like a bully is to their victim. We got that impression, I think. Yeah. His family are the ones that hired the scryer to, to scry on you and reported your death. I think he genuinely doesn't know what's going on. Not to put the wrong ideas into your head, like, don't just... The Magronas target this. No, 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 no. don't target know. one. It all makes sense. No, he doesn't know what's going on. Lucius, they planned Lucius. this. Lucius, his and mother then they and assumed I was dead. Yes, you're right. You're right. The Magronas did this. No, but and Bellinor's at the top of it. No, I don't think he he's is. not. He would be he working for know. his mother. And what his... do you know? What do you both know? We know as much, if well, probably less than you do. But exactly, we also have to see reason a little bit, Lucius. We spoke to him. He genuinely didn't seem like he knew what his mother was doing. But he He's... didn't seem very nice, gonna be honest, bit of a dick. But I don't think that he's involved. I think that his mother is definitely involved. Our assumptions have led us down the wrong path before. I think we shouldn't be so quick to judge someone from this a is, minute or two of This is why knowing. we don't want you to announce that you're here yet. Because when people know that, then you're in danger. Is there Do any you way see you... what we mean? I think that at the moment, it's beneficial that people don't know that you are still alive. Mm. I understand. And I said that we do it through the right channels, did I not? We don't know what those channels are yet. I do. Why don't you trust me? We I, do. I, I mean... I trust you. As Lord Alanasto, that we will afford. Can we you. not? Let's not use that. Thank you. But you can afford new access that you didn't have before. Maybe you can find your nanny some other way. If the Magronas know I'm here, I assume they're going to try and bury that. Well, Bellinor does at least. That the whole family will know, probably now. Can I make a suggestion, Lucius? Yes. I think you need more time before we start making any rash decisions, before we start digging into things maybe we shouldn't be digging into right now. I'm I sorry, Sentry, I, I very much value your opinion, but we don't have time, do we? Well, I, I understand that loss hurts and death hurts and... Well, we don't need to worry about those things, they're not dead. Well, we don't... But just, even just the loss, just not knowing where they are. Like, I, I, underst I understand how it feels. Just, I think 
you just need to take some time. We've just got here, and this is all. And I've got a here lot. too late. That's what's wrong. No. We... I think we need to pursue something immediately. Um, I, I, mm, before we do that, we, we, what about Quill? Um, Quill, yes. We just went to see the lights here, and she said she can. Smeek is like flapping his arms. Okay. And he's Mark has been silent for a little while. <laughs> no, he can jump in whenever he wants. No. Smeek was doing his own thing. But when he recognizes when you say Quill, he's like he's like it's like he's trying to contribute to the conversation oh, of like He's learning. Quill! She said that we either need a pure diamond or a rod of Ethereum and Platinum right. to bring him back. But we could do it today, but you know Ethereum, right? Do you know where we could get that? Yes, yes, my family um make Ethereum rods. Could we get one? I, yes. I, we might need to speak to the happened. prince about what's happened to those effects. Yes. The prince mentioned that your father's business had been sold on. Been sold? It had been liquidated and sold to various noble families. Who had control of that? They believed that you were dead, Lucius. Because there was no more Elanastos left. None? Not even my sister? He said that she was on the fire, in a fire. How did she get away? The Sky Prince said that he will make attempts to try and return whatever he can to you um, for compensation. She would take control of the business after. Maybe she's lying low as well, yes. Probably something like that. Mm. Um, Probably the right, not the right time to attack. She's very cunning as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, how... Slightly off topic, but how dangerous is it making Ethereum rods and infusing it with platinum? Dangerous? Hmm. I can't say I've ever been in the workshop. It's quite dirty. Right. So I don't really know. I think Lucius would know that... I mean, your business... Was, your, your family were always known as just... They were kind of boring in the society, right? They they made this really functional part, but it's not very exciting. It was intrinsic. Very, it was but intrinsic, yeah. but it was very plain. It was yeah. it was you know like manufacturing like you know carbon rods. It's not like a, a fancy thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you've never known your father to work on anything dangerous. Your sister definitely was a bit more. I've never heard of any like workshop failures or like mass no, problems. Not whilst you were alive. Maybe like. I mean, even, but then even when you were sent to find the prototype, which you still have, the, the prototype that your father sent for, that's the first time you've ever known him to branch out. Like, it, you know, you know that your sister had been encouraging him to, like, try new avenues and things, but, yeah, you'd never known of him to do anything dangerous. It's a very standard procedure, like, um, I assume, like, forging any other weapon. Okay. But it's Ethereum, which is quite special. Mm. Um, Should we talk to the prince about... I just wonder what we should do first. I, I feel like maybe we should focus on Quill first, and then... Yes, Quill is Also, Quill, Quill is might actually be able to help us. Yes, he can help me, so let's, let's help Quill first. Okay, so if we go to the prince and maybe ask for some... I think that's the most logical step, to ask him what's happened with your assets. Right, yes. I, I guess I can hold on to them until we find my family. I can make use of them, at least. 
And that way, we can get Quill back, because if they're lying low, they're probably safe. It's heartbreaking! Okay. Is yep. this scroll, so like, that you had, is that anywhere, like, this is Kim asking, is it visible? Uh, I've tucked it away in, like, a oh. satchel or something like that. Okay. So your plan is to head back to the palace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You make your way back, travelling through the streets as normal. Um, things are, you know, passing into the afternoon now. You can see that, you know, various little coffee shops, people out there drinking and things like that. Make your way through. Um, you pass up into the guards. This time, however, the guards at the gate just before the palace do kind of stop you um, and inquire to your business. Uh, can we help you? Uh, yeah, we, um, we're here to speak to someone about the Elanasto estate. The Elanasto estate? Uh, uh, we'll send a messenger just to confirm. Who, can, who shall we say is asking? Lucius. Lucius? Elanasto. Oh, Elanasto. Mm, very well. You just get the impression these guards just don't, aren't savvy on politics necessarily. Um, they send somebody up. A short time later, a runner comes back. Uh, yes, uh, His Majesty has said that you're, you're to enter. Um, he can't speak to you himself, but he's uh, one of his staves will come and speak with you. Um, okay. Is that uh, Elois? Yes, yes. He said that you, you would be familiar with Elois. Mm. Uh, and so you're escorted up to the palace. Um, you go through the main kind of uh, forum chamber uh, and up some stairs of a spiral staircase into a large office. Uh, very plush, large, thick carpets, bookshelves in a cur- on a curved wall. There are various busts of high elven uh, princes and princesses that have ruled Gusthaven. And you see sat at the desk kind of reading a, a spell book and like kind of making notes in a spell book. The same elderly uh, robed elf that you spoke to before, Elois. I'm glad to see that you are feeling better, Lord Elanesto. Yes. His head. Thank you. I am determined to get to the bottom of this. Oh, good. Um... I have some information regarding that myself, um, but you, the guards mentioned that you wish to speak about something? Yes, to help us with our investigation, we brought a body here, I assume you saw, mm. our dear friend. Mm. Um, I need to access my family's business. Mm. Yes. <laughs> the, His Majesty already spoke with your traveling companions, but I regret to inform you, Lord Lucius, that after, when we believed that the Elanasto line was no more, the Elanasto Trading Company's assets and various facilities were sold off, um, as is tradition in the custom. Various businesses purchased uh, them from the city itself, uh, and they have now been absorbed and into their own requirements. The prince has basically told these businesses that due to uh, the fact that you are now alive, um, that compensation must be paid uh, for those assets that have already been distributed and taken. Uh, I believe that it will be to the sum of 30,000 gold. Who bought the Ethereum Rod Manufacturing Company? <coughs> well, in the, the various facilities, the equipment um, was purchased by multiple businesses. Uh, the various stocks of Ethereum also spread around. Several of your warehouses were bought. The, form, the formal list of those who bought various assets uh, includes Magrona Manufacturing, uh, Moonbright Wayfarers Travel, Ethereum Refineries, and Cloud Garden Cargo and Collection. Hmm. 
for various businesses from around the city purchased. Uh, it was all sold in different amounts to various different companies, hence the reason that unfortunately we are not simply able to return it to you. Many of it has now been sold on across the several weeks to different uh, continents and cities and the like. The assets I'm owed? Yes. How do I obtain those? Uh, once we have collected it from those four businesses, which will take a few days, uh, we will deposit it into your account here at the Gusthaven Bank. It right. will be in the form of uh, pressed gold, pressed platinum, that sort of thing. And you are free to do with it as you wish. Thank you. Uh, in regards to the investigations, I spoke with Anastasia Magrona. Briefly, through a sending spell, so it was limited in communication, and speaking with her son, Belenor, they have claimed, they've given us the name of the stave who performed the scrying, and we are currently trying to track the individual down. It seems that they have gone missing from their residence. Anastasia simply gave us, she was very forthright, gave us the name of the stave, said that it was one that she had uh, commissioned several times before, um, and had trusted implicitly. Convenient scapegoat. Can I Possibly. ask why why was the scrying process handed to Magrone in the first place? It was at the time the royal staves were busy engaging. You may have noticed the network of spheres and rods above the city. Mm. It functions to help maintain the weather here in Gusthaven. It also pro- prote- provides protection against um, storms and uh, uh, you know adverse weather. There are a number of malfunctions across the grid and most of the royal stairs were occupied with repairing it. It takes considerable magical skill. Uh, it was at this time that several of the families offered their own personal staves and Magrona Manufacturing and Magrona family have always been loyal servants of, of, of the palace and so we entrusted them to provide it. Okay. Right. But I do understand your suspicions. I'm, I have been around a long time and whilst Gusthaven is free of much crime... I believe that there is a growing element. Not in the streets. The streets are very safe. But I have long advised Aradan that some of these businesses, especially the ones from other sky cities, Horizon and Cloud Garden in particular, they bring with them an element. I think that they may be paying off several of our other noble houses, perhaps even some of the royal staves or the royal wands themselves. I speak this to you in confidence because obviously this involves Lord Elanasto, but it lends itself to an investigation I have been investigating. Right. <laughs> an investigation I have been investigating. Oh, Mark. I don't think any of you have ever been to our formal meetings and gatherings, hmm? because you would have noticed that the Magronas and the Elanastos don't exactly get on very well. There are many rivalries amongst the royal, the noble families, Lord Elanasto. That is not uncommon, but it has always been kept, not civil as such, but within the confines of our society. I know that your father and Anastasia argued, but they also made many deals together. They worked together on many projects. Many of your own Ethereum rods were used in Magrona manufacturing. There's a reason that your families have been so close for many years, even if that closeness has sparked confrontations. And sparked this. We do not yet have evidence as such, and I am loath to make any judgments before I have clear evidence before me. We are trying to track down the stave in question now, 
Once we have them in custody, we will make sure we get the truth from them. I think it's important that you bring Anastasia in as well. She has been summoned by the Prince. She is returning to Gusthaven on the next available airship. What's the stave's name? For now, he kind of looks over. Forgive me, I understand that this is a very personal matter, but it is also a matter of an investigation, and I do not want personal ties to influence it too much. I am handling this investigation, as are many royal ones, and the prince is taking it extremely seriously. But this must be investigated by agents of law, not by foreign mercenaries, if I'm to be uncouth. That is how you are seen. I'm a scholar, not a mercenary. Well, foreign scholars then, perhaps. I'm a foreign. But you are a member of the house involved. We cannot, as you said, you have your grievances with several family members, and so we have evidence to suggest they are guilty. We cannot lend itself to so. Do you have any witnesses of the event itself? The explosion? Yes. There were several, uh, mainly the servants of the nearby other families' houses, uh, but there was also one, one of your own household, a no-fear. She was returning that night and saw the explosion from a distance. She saw it? She's alive? I believe so, yes. She Do you was know injured. she is now? I believe recuperating in her uh, her residency, she has uh, she received compensation payment from the liquidated assets uh, and has been uh, uh, were living in the city uh, for the last few weeks. I told you she's a survivor. She knew. Yes, we investigated her. She had been uh, meeting with a uh, a romantic friend uh, at the <gasps> the evening. She has a romance. All right, that is go, Danny. That is what she claimed. <laughs> Uh, she, that she was, we confirmed it that she had, uh, she had an evening meal with a citizen, and then on her return, it she saw it from a distance. She sustained several small burns whilst trying to pull her pull through the wreckage to see who had survived. And she's not said anything else. She simply said that she saw the explosion, that she did not witness anything out of the ordinary. She was quite upset, obviously, at the time. What bodies found? No, numerous, various bodies, all in states where we could not perform any magical rituals uh, to identify them any further, but there were numerous. Uh, the, we believed that your, well, your father was found in his workshop, or, <clears throat> and he kind of like, doesn't look at Lucius when he says this, what remains could be found anyway, um, but it was noted by some, several pieces of jewellery that we know to be of his, as well as uh, a particular marking upon his hand. Very cunning. Very cunning. Um, this is probably... I probably already know the answer to this, but we, we sent a letter from Callie's Rest a couple of weeks ago. We, we wrote a letter on behalf of Lucius and sent it to the Alanastor estate. Uh, how was it sent? Via the, uh, me, the messenger guild, the Aracoca? Yeah. Peculiar. Yeah. No letter ever received to, to mine or the prince's or any of the other nobles' ears. Well, maybe it's worth tracking if somebody found it, got it, received it, took it, destroyed it. I don't know. He takes a separate notebook and begins making notes in that. Callie's Rest, do you remember how long ago was this? Well, <laughs> it's just as we entered Callie's Rest. So it was about three weeks. Yeah. Three and, a, three and a half weeks or so. It's 
been the worst month. It's been a bad month. Yeah. It's been a real bad month for you it, guys. It, it feels like a year. It must have been after. It must have been after the scrying. <laughs> Mm. To confirm Lucius's death, because we we heard that there was a notice that was circulated asking for info about Lucius and the airship crash, but it was rescinded after two weeks. It was rescinded because of the events with the family, and it was put out by Virian. So we sent the letter after mm. that. Mm. I will look into this. Whilst I cannot give you the name of a subject that I'm investigating. I cannot prevent you from heading to the Messenger's Guild and asking questions there. I cannot give you any confidential information from my investigation, but you are willing that you are free to speak to citizens as you wish. Um, Thank you, Steve. What if we need assets now for Quill? I've got assets. To resurrect him today? Yes. Really? Do you have an Ethereum Platinum Rod? Uh, a perfect I've got prison? the means to get one, at least. The monetary value. I, this is a private conversation, I'm sure. We won't uh, distract you any longer. If you do have word, uh, as, many, as you did with the guards, simply send word that Lucius Elanasto wishes to speak with. Ideally myself, the prince is often very busy. Come and see me where you can. Of course. Thank you. Good luck. Okay. I guess we'll head out then. Good luck. I'm going to see Nanny immediately. If that's okay. Uh, I've got credit from my father, who gave me some... I assume this letter was given to me because everyone thinks that my father's dead and obviously the, this will was passed on and he gave me assets. But I can use this to get Quill back. Okay. So... I assume I go to a... Quill! <laughs> you just go to a local, uh, to the bank, and withdraw the yes. funds needed to buy an electric yes. if I can't Don't touch me, it's me. Um, one sure. of the businesses to loan me one, considering they bought my company. They owe you it. Yeah, um, I think that, that the best course of action is yeah. going to one of them. Not the asking them. That's all right. Yeah, I would like to go to a different one. Um, Etheron Refineries, Etheron, is probably they're the next manufacturing company. Yeah. If you don't want to go to Magrona, then they're the, the own, they're the other manufacturing company that bought assets. We'll go to Etheron. They're always nice at these gatherings. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's ask them if they can repay now with yes. physical rod instead of gold. Hmm. Yes. What are you thinking? Let's go. Okay. okay. So is that what you want to do now? You want to visit um, Etheron Refinery? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think. Yeah? Yeah. And then we can visit so, Nanny when it's evening, and yeah. she might be home. She might be resting. If she's injured, yes. We don't want to disturb her right now. I want her to see me at my best. Heading into the industrial district takes you in a, into a very different area. Um... Lucius, you would know that this is called Glintsteel. The district has a name. It's called Glintsteel. Um, and it's so named because kind of linking between all the buildings, you see these heavy silvery chains, and from them are these cages, these shiny silvery metal cages with a single, like, rod core um, oh, is it held between them. What we, what Nova has? 
No, no, it's different. Okay. Um, and you've got that Ethereum cage thing. Yeah, that's like that's an a, like a, yeah, it's like an orb kind of thing. Okay. Uh, these are like cages, like bird cages, but with like a rod in the middle. Um, and the no, one of the other notable differences here. First of all, these are large buildings, and you can see that there are plumes of uh, furnace smoke kind of descend, you know, erupting from from these large kind of refinery factories. But also, the population massively changes here. And you see dozens of halflings, like tons of halflings. And they're scrambling up the sides of buildings on these tiny little ladders. They scramble across chains. You can see them kind of chipping away at some sort of dust or like, you know, uh, material around these cores. Um, you can see some of them are carrying goods to and fro. And they just litter everywhere. They're kind of everywhere you look. There are these packs of halflings doing various industrial tasks. Um, the buildings here hum and create tons of noise. You can hear the pounding of blacksmith hammers. You can hear the hiss of steam and forges. Um, the whole place is quite hot and sweltering. But there is a stronger breeze here than anywhere else, which kind of helps alleviate some of the conditions. Hmm. You can see why I never come to the workshop. Bang, 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 bang. Like walking through this heavy industrial area. But if you look at those cages, that's what my family makes. Inside those, the rods. So we just need one of those. We just need one of those. But we're planting them. Uh, and then you kind of hear like, Hey, uh, what are you guys doing? We need to speak to the people in charge and here. This little half and he takes off like a little flat cap and he's got a little vest on. He's got his sleeves rolled up and his arms are almost like stained. You can see that his arms are kind of stained partially blue, mm. like this kind of deep purpley blue. Um, and he kind of like brushes his hair a little bit and flakes of, you know, some sort of soot or grime kind of fall out. And he's like, sorry, what? We need to speak to someone in charge. What? Manager. Man manage? Manager? Yes, the people in charge. Oh, right, where, which, where, where, are you, where are you going? We need to just speak to them. Okay. He's like, all right, and he's like, gestures. <laughs> he's like, where are, you, where are you guys, where are you, where are you from? Uh, here. Yeah, you're not from here. Look at it, we're Joker guy. Yeah, Joker guy. How and far then a couple are of we? the other halflings are like, "Hey, this guy." How far are we from the manager? <laughs> well, no, he's, he's up in his office. Yeah. Wait, you want you want Ethereum, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethereum. Yeah. Ethereum. A full rod. Yes. You want, but you company. Yes. Ethereum. Yes. Right. But well, yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? Ah. Uh. Far away from here. Yeah, I can tell that about you. Hey, hey, look at them. Look at you, huh? And he's like looking <laughs> at me, like looks at you. Like, no, hey. don't wait at me. Don't do that. Wait. <laughs> and a couple of the other guys are like, hey. Could you just point the direction and we'll just go? No, no, no. You get lost. Oh, right. Okay. Halflings. That's uh, the very vocal. What? The very vocal. Yeah, okay. I can't, I can't hear you. You can't hear a thing around no, here. It's so, it's so loud. loud. Yeah. It's impossible. Can any podcast listener. Sit on it. It's fine. Um, and you basically, this little halfling just kind of weaves you through and he leads you into one of these large factories. Um, and you can see there are these kind of, uh, kind of like clockwork run conveyor belts yeah. where there's just like gatherings of 
um, metal plates and they're kind of being like smashed down into like thins and then another machine rolls them up and things like that. And it's basically like a big industry kind of like running through. Most of the workers are half elves, humans or halflings, but you do see the occasional high elf who seems to be inspecting the work more than anything. Or they might be checking machine or they're like reviewing plans of something and like showing the others, you know, like indicating on something like a piece that they want them to focus on or something like that. Um, but he leads you up a set of kind of like uh, stone stairs that lead up onto a second floor and then uh, down that he takes you down past uh, what seems to be some sort of like cafeteria or mess where a bunch of these halflings are like eating food from like you know large tables like long diner tables takes you past that into another corridor another set of staircases and now finally the kind of banging becomes reduced and reduced and reduced um, almost as if kind of walking through layers of magical protection against the noise uh, right. as it just kind of becomes duller and duller and duller um, and the little halfling is like hey yo oh, sorry I keep forgetting <laughs> forget about the sound barriers all the time my hearing goes um, hey uh, so here you go is this the right place? Well, you, I mean, I can't. You, this is just the manager of this this warehouse. Okay, okay, I guess I'll. I mean, I can't take you to go see the head of the family. You know. Uh, right. Why not? Well, they're, they're not here. Are you crazy? You're crazy? They're not here. They live up in the, in the nobles and stuff. They live in the house. That is true. Yes. Uh, we'll speak to your manager. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, are you, I'm guessing you buy it, right? You, you're here to buy, uh, you know, yes, rods so or Prestatherium. A, a deal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to speak to you want to speak to this guy. Yeah. It's like okay, and then he kind of like gives you a little tip of the hat. Cool. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And he scurries down the stairs. I like that guy. Um, and you see that there is a large kind of mahogany, kind of, uh, you know, double doors, um, and there is a, uh, an elven woman sat behind a desk, like a secretary, and she has various ledgers behind her in a large bookcase and quills and inks. And she kind of looks over, like, kind of lowers her spectacles, like, yes, can I help you? Are you here uh, on business? Uh, yes, sorry to disturb you. I know you're very busy. She kind of looks oh, semi-recognizing you, Lucius. Uh, yes, but it's, it's fine. Do you have an appointment? No, but uh, this is a matter of urgency. You were recently sent uh, a message, right? Or at least one of your superiors, perhaps. Um, to whom was the message addressed? I assume the owner. Uh, Whether this Lord, was Lord Ethereum? Yes. Um, I'm afraid that, uh, well, I wouldn't necessarily have those informations. Is there something that was supposed to be passed down to, to the manufactory? Potentially, if not, could you put us in touch with him? Lord Ethereum? Yes. I, uh, I can certainly send a message um, on yes. your behalf, and she kind of takes out a roll of parchment. Um, you're, you don't wish to speak? You're not here to trade with the, the manager? We could, if you know what this message entails. I assume you've heard the news of the Elanastor estate. I mean, uh, yes, th that awful tragedy several weeks ago. I read about it in the in the papers. Mm. Uh, well, a message has been sent out to him that some assets are to be paid. Oh, right. Okay. She kind of makes a note. Uh, you've not to heard be of paid. this, then? I I'm afraid not. No. In which case, we need to speak to him directly. And whom is uh, calling? Uh, we are speaking on behalf of the Elnastor estate. Okay, kind of makes a note. Um, what, on behalf of the Illinois State, are you, are you representing them legally? Yes. All right, deception check. Mm-hmm, real good at that. That was a plus five. 
Eight. It's <laughs> oh. like, all right, uh, okay. Uh, well, um, uh, well, I, I can send this. He probably won't receive it until this evening. However, how can I speed these things up? I well, I'm. I'm so I'm afraid that I'm just the secretary for this manufactory. I I don't really deal with the head of the noble house directly myself. You I could yeah. I, one moment and she kind of gets up and she goes over to the door, a second door that leads into obviously some office beyond. Opens it, steps in, and you hear whispered kind of hushed tones. Yes, on behalf of the Elenestos. Yes, I know. But he really wants to speak with the lord the head of the house. I don't. He, he says it's an urgent. It's about assets. All right. Okay. Well. All right. Yes. Okay. And he kind of steps out. And she's like, um, "Well, actually, the manager of the manufactory says that he's more than happy to speak to you uh, temporarily, uh, briefly." Perfect. Thank you. All right. Um, and she gestures inside uh, and opens the door, and you see a kind of very plush-looking office um, at the end of which, kind of sat at another kind of very regal-looking desk. Uh, there are various prototypes of these Ethereum cages kind of scattered all around. And the man's desk is almost like an architect's. It's kind of like levered up. You can see a large sheet of parchment and he's you know, drawing or sketching something there. Um, and kind of peering from behind it with these thick kind of spectacles on that he raises initially is a uh, middle-aged high elf man. Uh, dark hair but streaked with grey. Um, and he's wearing a, a fine vest, kind of trimmed in a kind of floral pattern. And he kind of looks up, and he looks over at Lucius. No, can't be. Can't be. You're dead. I don't Lucius? think I am. Don't think I am. Yes. Lucius, Viru and Illuminasne. I haven't seen you. He like peers over. And he gets up and stands up, and you can see he walks with a limp, and he pulls out a cane, and he kind of limps his way over. Um, you would probably recognize this fellow. He is the younger brother of the Ethereum family. Um, his name is Matthias uh, Ethereum, and he looks over, and he, he's kind of the black sheep of the family. Very, very intelligent. Uh, has created a lot of uh, innovations in Ethereum design but is known as being not very good socially, um, is much better left into his study in his office than anywhere else, um, and was never very po- you know, very popular amongst the more high society. Matthias. Uh, yes, yes, uh, Matthias Ethereum, and he kind of shuffles over and he offers out a hand like... Lucius. I could have sworn that I rendered you were dead. Yes, that's what people are being led to believe. How, how curious. Now, um, it's important that you keep this to yourself. However, a message has been sent out to all the companies that have bought assets. Yes, yes, yes. The, the, the various families. We, the, uh, we attended a thing at the palace. Uh, I bought several of your, your father's designs, uh, some of your sister's work as well, I believe. I'm, I am so sorry. I'm so terribly sorry. Yes, of course, uh, you, you, you must know about the news. Um, I'm so sorry for your loss. That's okay. Um, so in terms of the payment, is that something you can deal with? Well, um, I mean, the, I mean, I don't know about, uh, you say there was a request for assets or something? I'm, that sounds more like, that sounds more Compensation. like... Compensation. I've not heard of it myself. That sounds more like my, my brother's work more than anything. Um, I generally tend to deal with the, the day-to-day trade with... Um, you know, shipments and travels, people that want to buy Ethereum, uh, various, uh, you know, their own Ethereum cages or, or in, uh, components for manufacturing. I was just um, admiring your designs. They are phenomenal. 
Oh, yes, thank you. I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, well, it's actually uh, based on some of your sister's work, I believe, on Adair's work. Um, you had some very curious, very curious ideas about, uh, about Ethereum capture. Um, very fascinating stuff. A very, very smart young woman she was. Yes, very good. Uh, mm. But yes, I'm, I'm, I, I'm afraid that the, uh, anything involving the prince, and I'm afraid that I'm not... Uh, generally, I'm not very welcome amongst that sort of society. Um, but if there's any general trade, uh, I'm more than happy to help. Uh, obviously, I, uh, well, maybe you can help me. Yes. Uh, I don't wish to take any more of your time or any of our no, time. No, no, it's, it's it's really no pleasure. The work the workers do most of the work. I'm mainly just left up here to work on designs. Really, um, how about kind of kept away from everything? <laughs> yes, I know that feeling. Yes. So, in terms of this deal. Could I pry you for... You're so close to the warehouse. Could we borrow or take an electron rod as part payment? Oh, well, well, um... Ethereum. Ah. And platinum. I mean, I mean, we, we just have the Ethereum rods here. I mean, I, I, could, I, I could sell you one, but... I mean, without conferring with my brother first, I'd, I'd be hastened to sign off anything that is, is involving some sort of deal with the prince, but... I mean, I, I can happily trade you one now if, if you have the coin. Mm. Well, I do have the coin, not on me, but... Well, a bank transfer can be uh, yes. arranged if you have the money in your account. Let's do that, and um, then obviously any compensation can be owed back to me. Yes, um, th- that, I'm sure that will be dealt with as normal. Well, assets are to be repaid by Ethereum to the Alanasto estate anyway, and this rod that we need is quite urgent. We can't really... It's asking for an early withdrawal. Yeah. I, 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 uh, well, first of all, hello, uh, straight Um I'm assuming you're companions of Lord Elanestos? I am. Well, yeah, yeah, you are right. If, if, if that is the case, um, obviously I, I do only have yours and Lord, Lord Elanestos' word, not that I doubt it, um, but simply I, 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 I couldn't authorize that. I couldn't authorize that. I, I'm happy. I, I just handle regular trade, I'm afraid. I, I'm not really trusted with that sort of thing. Oh, but I trust you very much. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you, but yes, I'm afraid that it still doesn't change the fact that I, I simply cannot sign off on that sort of thing. Now, our families have always been good to each other, have they not? Yes, yes, they have, yes, yes. yes. Your, your father was always very, very kind to me. Um, and I've always respected your work. Well, perhaps, perhaps if... All right, perhaps, um, perhaps we could draft up a, a, a brief agreement um, yes. that... Uh, if if this compensation is owed, then then the price of the the rod will be subtracted from anything that Ethereum owns you. But if this is perhaps if this is if the compensation is not completed, then you would owe the company money as a poor a normal trade. Absolutely. If that's agreeable, I, I could have my secretary draft up a brief agreement. Let's do that immediately. All right, all right. Would you like a drink? I have, I have some fine brandy. Well, one of us doesn't drink, but she likes to have a cup. Uh, the rest of you? Sneak! <laughs> Sneak! Nothing for the goblin. Nothing for is the that, goblin. Is that a goblin? It might be. How fascinating! And he kind of gets up and you, he completely forgets about anything else. And he limps, and he like, looks over at the goblin like... I'm never getting red. Fantastic! Wow. Can we... Can I, can I, can I, can I try could, something? Is it okay if... Is, this, if, is he yours? No. And he like Smeet comes over and like holds onto your leg. 
While there's this big distraction, yeah. I'm going to ask Nova to do as many sketches of these prototypes as possible. <laughs> okay. That's just on his desk? All the ones that are around. All the ones that are around. Yeah. What's your intelligence? My intelligence? Yeah. Just straight up intelligence? Yeah. 15. Plus 15. Two. Maybe you can make like one, like a decent sketch. Like in the amount of time this is taking, you're not going to have a lot of time to what like make it. What if I go invisible? It. Huh? What if I go invisible? Then you just... You, it's the time. It's the time. I know, but I just hang around a bit, innit? I mean, you could <laughs> do that. If you want to do that, if you cast invisibility, sure, go for it. How distracted does he look? He's looking He's at a goblin. goblin. So very. What, what do you want me to say? He's looking How, at a goblin. Can you? Do you want all of them? Ask your secretary to okay, I'll, start I'll the just, agreement. I'll start sketching. Yes. And yes. Then you can of course. Have yes. So course. much time. Yes. Smeek. Yes. Absolutely. Smeek. Smeek. It has a name. Fascinating. Always heard stories about goblins. Yeah. Um, yes, very well. Hang on, give me a moment. Ambrosia, Ambrosia, could you? I, and he kind of steps outside for a moment, and he's just completely left you guys in the room. And you can hear him kind of like say, "Yeah, an agreement, um, just with the terms of." And he describes the same terms of basically, as long as that you are genuinely owed compensation, it'll be taken from that. If not, then you'll owe Ethereum the same amount of money. Um, but you to, to note, this is only one part of what you need for Quill. This is the Ethereum rod. You would need platinum. platinum to kind of surround it, basically, which means going and buying some raw platinum and having it affixed to it. Um, carry on. Give me a second. Not this week, buddy. Yeah, well, maybe it, could, it depends on that. If you fuck around, we have a like, You could just go you fuck around more. It's this fucking goblin. We, we <laughs> every scene he just jumps up and then delays us by like twenty minutes. Then you need to get rid of the goblin. <laughs> Throw him off the edge. Oh, we'll come back by Pegasus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You literally can't get rid of Yeah? Could that be melted down? How much is it worth? 1,000 gold. Sure. Bada bing. So the Ethereum what? rod's going to cost 7,000 gold, and then you can go and find a blacksmith to melt down the statue to coat the rod. You've got a platinum statue? Yeah. This is a refinery. They'd have furnaces and stuff. From the Night Eyes Keep. Oh, What's his name again? Matthias. Matthias. Uh, he comes yeah. back and he's like, oh, if I could get you to sign here, Lord. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I haven't done this in so long. Um. <laughs> he watches to make sure you sign. <laughs> okay, fantastic. And he takes that. Nice. Well, um, I, I can send word uh, to go and get the, the core. Is that is that all? Yeah. Oh, uh, one more oh. request. Yes? Uh, I assume Nova tells me that you've got the platinum. Mm-hmm. Can we surround this rod with this platinum using your... I hold up the statue. Um, yes, yes, that should be doable. A, a strange reason to do so. I'm assuming that, that you don't need the core for Ethereum refining. You, you need it for some other purpose? Yes, yes prototyping. Uh, very well, yes, oh, very well, yes. Um, um, yes, uh, I can have one of the engineers do that for you, or you can go and do it yourselves if you feel confident. I promise you, if anything comes of this, and we have a new revolution in Ethereum collecting, You'll be the first to know. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Well, continue to work together. Uh, I'm sure that my, my brother would wish to speak to you, with you more about this. Uh, like I said, I'm more just about the thing. Um, may I speak to the goblin now? Sure. All right. I've not speak, th- be nice. Uh, hang on. I need to try and remember uh, the fragments. Um, no. Gorak Vadar. Smeek. Gorak. He like looks like confused. Like Smeek looks at him like really confused. And he's like, Oh, uh, it's very fast. Vedan Matthias Alek Kukaren Deathcar? 
smoothly. Merak vora gorendes. And he like pokes at his cane. It's like, oh, vek 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 dantvara. Yes. He reaches out a hand and Smeet like shakes his hand a little bit. Uh, it's like fascinating, fascinating. What an unusual culture. Can you, uh, can you translate? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I, I learned a little goblin from from old texts. Yes. And what were you saying to him? Uh, I, I simply introduced myself. Uh, I, I said it is nice to meet you. Um, and he said, "You speak goblin. That's strange." I said, "I am Matthias. I've tried to learn." Uh, and ah. and then he asked if he could have my stick. And I said no. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! Wow. Very, very, very charming. Yeah. But yes, it's. Uh, strange. I don't think we've heard Sneak be called charming yet. But there's. A I mean, he's monstrous, know. but also charming. <laughs> yeah. No, we haven't seen anyone well speak to him before. Well, it is a strange language. Obviously, it was. Um, they, they were forces of of, of uh, the Court of Shadows. Um, but there were a few documentations found. Their engineers were quite brilliant. A lot of early Ethereum technology uh, used some uh, of the Court of Shadows' ideas for collecting energy. Right. Um, it's where uh, Veldespark, the gnome engineer who created the Ethereum refining process, took a lot of his learning from. So you learned Goblin too? Well, a little, a little bit, yes, just because I thought it was quite fascinating. Um, Got any books on it? No, no, I'm afraid this was many, many, many years ago. Fascinating. Thank you, Matthias. Uh, we I, I, must yes. go. Yes, 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 please, yes, yes. Um, I'll come with you and, and have an engineer uh, come over and assist you with the, the process. You've always been so kind. No, no, it, it's, it's my pleasure. I mean, I, 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 remember that, uh, you, I, I remember that you had some trouble with some of the other boys and, and girls from the other families. Um, yes. The, the Magronas in particular. I remember my, my younger sister also, she had some, some trouble with that family. And Who doesn't, really? <laughs> They've grown up a little now, but yes, yes, uh, still troublemakers. I've met one of them. I disagree. Mm. Well, yeah, well, yes. what doesn't kill us, right? Mm, indeed. Uh, he kind of trundles down the stairs. He calls over a little halfling engineer and has a brief conversation with him, like in the halfling light. So, so, hang on. You want you want to melt down this, and then you coat the rod in it, right? Is it loud now again? Yeah, it's kind of loud now. So he's kind of shouting again. Now, is it? Huh? Sometimes the rod is the metals. Are Convert it into an alloy. Are you sure it's the surrounding that you need? Um, she just said a rod of Ethereum and Platinum. So is it an alloy or is it a surrounding? Can I make a memory check or something? Yeah, that's, what, what do you think that book is? That's your memory check right there. It says a rod of Ethereum or Platinum worth 8,000 gold. That's Eight. what that Nova's just like, ah, oh, I can't really, like... I mean, she, she, said, did she, she said she needed it as a focus. It, so... You can make an Arcana check if you want, Lucius. Yeah. Okay, sure. Based can on I make one? remembering sure. boring meetings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd say have advantage on the roll for Lucius as well. A natural 20! Oh! Nice. Do you mean to roll for another natural 20? Sure. <laughs> you can still roll, Kim. You still might know. 13. You can still roll Arcana. Please get a natural one. It was an 8. A slightly cocked 8, but plus <laughs> 7, so 15. 15? Yeah, okay. You think back. So for Nova, you're kind of like racking your memory, and it's it's not that you remember what she said, but you remember her talking about how it has to funnel the soul. Like, it, it acts as a conductor to channel the soul back into the body. And yeah, like, you don't think that just Ethereum surrounded by Platinum necessarily would do that. 
you think it has to be like uh, the, the two mixed together. Like it has to create a unique rod of this of uh, an alloy. Um, because otherwise, Ethereum on its own has an enhancing property, and Platinum just holds magic really well. Mm -hmm. The two combined is what's needed. And for Lu you, Lucius, it's not that you know about resurrection, but the idea of like, again, you know that that Ethereum rod on its own isn't going to do anything. It would just amplify a spell. And you don't think that that's not what's necessary. You think that it needs to be a, a, an alloy necessarily, a bonded together process. Okay. Uh Yes, we need this to be alloyed. So you need it. So you need it to be alloyed. You don't want it surrounded. You want to. You want to alloyed. Yes. All right. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, we can do that though. Yeah, yeah, we can make that. Perfect. I mean, are you sure? That's a lot of Ethereum. It's absolutely necessary. All right. I mean, I'm not going. Not going to question the elves. I'm not going to do it. I did it before. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right. And he's like, well, and he heads off. Um, and within an hour, he comes back. Uh, and it's in a sealed kind of container. And he's like, all right, here you go. Now, it's lucky. I'll take it. <laughs> he's like, let me hold my own life. Yeah, I'll take the rod. Hands. It's lucky I remember this sort of thing because this was kind of being experimented on to make the Ethereum collection more potent. Right. But it will work, right? It should. Far better than... Why would Piri being... care? Why would Piri well, care? hang on. <laughs> Should be far better than it being surrounded by it, which would probably not do so much. Perfect. Uh, well, should we go do it then? Absolutely. Yes, no time to waste. <laughs> Tom's <Right>. like... <laughs> okay. Well, I mean... We have 25 minutes to get this done. <laughs> but here you also... Yeah, all right. Bring back the bird! <laughs> you make your way to Stars Star yeah. Cathedral. The beautiful crystalline roof. It's blown up. <laughs> Starbane's just sat there. Hey. Yo, burn your bird. Make your way back, and okay, the place yeah. is quiet. And um, yeah, they they look around. Elris, uh, is it Elris? I can't remember what I said. Eris, Eris uh, is surprised to see you, and looks up and is like, "Well, you've returned far faster than I expected. Don't tell me that you've." I mean, do you, are you coming to check on your friend? I can assure you that they're perfectly fine. We have actually obtained the Platinum Ethereum Rod. I mean, and then she sees Lucius. Lucius Viruinello in Alanaster. It's so good to hear other people here say my full title. You, we held a service for you. You're alive? Honoured, thank you. I'm so glad. And you can see she's genuinely relieved. She kind of comes up and kind of pats you on the arms like, I'm so glad to have one of our noble sons return to us. Yes, and hopefully more soon. Yes. Um, well, I, I'm assuming that Lord, Lord Elanesto had the funds for the, the rod you said. It was complicated, but we got it. Well, then we should see your friend returned. If they have a purpose with Hesper, then it's one that they should attend to as quickly as they can. Can I just say that... Yes? We are indebted to you for this. We've been through a lot this past month, and for us to have Quillback means everything. This is not... This is a ritual that takes considerable power. You know, many people believe that Siaska is gone from this world. That when Callus slayed her, that everything that was her has gone. But she isn't. Points up, and you can see through the crystalline kind of thing. You can see the cradle. She's always there, watching us. 
And this is difficult. And it is only through these components that I can channel her power. But for those who have a greater purpose, it is really no trouble at all. Come. And then she leads you over and she calls over several attendants who go and fetch Quill's body. Mm. And they lay it on the altar. Um, and she asks you to stand back. Um, would you mind keeping hold of that one? And she oh yeah, no problem. He ain't going anywhere. He like looks up at you. And he just sits on the floor and looks at the body. Quill! Yes, Quill. Uh, just to double check, this is going to bring him back as an Arakokra, right? Yes. Okay. Just, yes. Yeah. That is why the rod is necessary to funnel the soul into his body. I know that there are some druidic magics that can change their form and shape, but that's not my power. Um, uh, guys, um, speaking of debt and indebted and things like that, you guys, you saved me back in, the, in you know, Voxar. And hopefully I've repaid it. Once I see Quill returned, I'll have repaid that debt. You saved my life. And I owe you that. You got me back to safety, and, or safety of some sort in Gusthaven. Well, yeah, yes. And without you, we wouldn't have him here now, so thank you. And also, you know, thanks for repairing the watch. I can use that to get back in some capacity. So, you know, once the bird is back... I think you should meet him. He's a very, very good man. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes! Really, Lucius. Like meet you. I mean, Sentry and Orion... Quill! <laughs> Yeah. See, Smeek agrees. Sure. I mean, I met Sentry and she turned out to be, well, a guardian. <laughs> that was, that was, that's pretty cool. I have so much to teach each other. We'll have a long conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if I could ask for your moments, a moment of quiet, this will take some, a little bit of time. She places Quill's body and then the rod is basically placed upon his chest and she speaks a few words and lets go, and it stands completely straight on his chest. And the light from the cradle begins to coalesce to a single beam of light that touches the tip of the rod. And for the rest of you, you watch as she just prepares this ritual. But, Quill, you all you have known is peace and warmth and safety. Oh dear. Your memories of, you know that you were once alive and there were things that you had to do and people that you travel with, but they're blurry now. You still feel a connection to them, a happiness when you think of them, but it's all blended together in a soft kind of pleasant feeling of being at peace. And then you begin to feel a tug in your chest and you don't have a form, so it's strange to feel something that you no longer have, but you feel this tug and a voice in your head, a woman's voice, a matronly, motherly voice, speaks. Do you want to go back? I do. You watch as what was before this kind of dull, soft glow, white light parts, and you're pulled through the opening, and your body, this astral body, reforms. Quill, an Arakokra. The memories flood back, and although you, you still keep this lingering sense of peace, you've seen what's beyond. You knew 
that you were a noble soul and that if you were to die again, that's where you'll go, as long as your heart stays true. But you've seen beyond that now. And you see Erois, the planet, with a cradle around it, this colored, multicolored light, and you begin slowly drifting back towards it. And a familiar figure, a woman, black armor, a mantle of, of black flowers around her neck, carrying a lantern and a sword in one hand. And she looks down to you and says, so they have succeeded. I'm sorry, I have to make the journey again. Mm, it is my <laughs> honor to take this journey again, Chosen of Hesper. Be prepared, and your, your god will see you before you arrive. Good luck. Will I have this chance again? What chance? If I was to come back here, will you be able to lead me back? Yes. But the next time, I'm afraid there will be no returning to Eroes. Your friends have called you back once. It cannot be done again. The journey is too much for a soul to make twice. Okay. Good luck, Quillic and Kalar. Thank you. And you begin drifting slowly. And now as you pass through the atmosphere, through the cradle and into the atmosphere of Eroes, you do catch a glimpse of something, a glowing light. You know the stories of Palador, he who brings light and warmth to the world. And it's always been envisioned as a, a flaming individual flying around the planet, casting light. But you see something different. You see a grand ship, and its sails are filled with a blazing golden light. And upon its deck, you can see automatons, metal machines like guardians, working the sails, pulling it free. And you can see it's patrolling, and at the helm, you see a kind of gruff-looking man, golden skin, and his hair is aflame, like a bright golden light. And he kind of nods at you as the ship sails past. And then as you pass through the cradle and into the atmosphere, another familiar figure waits. A man, a winged human man with a staff and a tome, stands before you. Second try. Not many get one. I'm glad that you do. Yeah. Um, They've gone to quite some lengths to bring you back. Where will I be returning to? Gusthaven. Quite a distance. Quite a distance. And the valley still waits for you, Quillacad Kalar. As I said to you before, you must return. Only you can, put it, can stop the storms. And there is a powerful relic there that you will need in the times to come. But, before you return, there is one thing. He reaches up with a finger and doesn't touch it, but kind of gestures it and points to your eye, the missing eye. And you feel something like a warmth. Good luck. Remember, ask the right questions. I will. And then you speed up and you suddenly feel a gasp of air and a rush of warmth and you see dazzling lights in front of you and you can begin to hear the murmur of people and chanting. And your eyes open. In fact, one eye opens and then there is darkness covering the other. Mm. And you suddenly remember the eye patch, you remember your injuries. Uh, uh, hello? 
And the rest of you, you see Quill's eyes open. You see him inhale. Hello, Lucius Nova. Well, who did you expect? I mean, hang on, hang on. So, and as Quill starts reaching up, you can see that behind this eye patch, there's like a glow, like a light is coming from behind the eye patch. I guess I, with one hand, lift it up, take it off. There's a sudden kind of blazing of light, like a kind of bright light is glowing from his eye, and then it dims and recedes. And where Quill once had an eye that was ruined, there is now an eye, but it is of a shimmering, swirling storm in the eye. (laughs) Is it back? And you can see perfectly out of it. And in fact, you know that you, you can't just see through it. You can you can see more than just what other people can see through this. Oh my god, my perception's even higher. <laughs> Not your perception you in terms of the skill. There is an intrinsic understanding that now, once per day, and I'll write you a thing for this, mm-hmm. you can ask a single question to see something that happened in the past of where you are, something in the now where you are not, or something that has not yet come to pass. What? You can basically ask a specific question, like what happened to this, and you will get up to a minute of a vision of something. So if, for example, you were about to go through a door, you could go, what's going to happen when we go through this door? And then you will see a minute of the most likely thing to happen. And you know, now to point out, you know that the threads of fate and fortune can change that significantly. Yeah. But you are, you would know the most likely thing. And you can also use it to basically, um, there's a spell, I can't remember, it's called Arcane Eye. You can cast that once a day, which basically allows you to put like a magical sensor somewhere and then you can see through that. Hmm. Or you can ask the same question about something that happened in the past of an immediate area and see up to a minute of that. See, Literally like that's a, a raven steer. and he has visions. <laughs> yeah. Like, who done blew up Lucius's daddy? I don't know about that. He doesn't know about that doesn't yet. Know about yeah. that. Doesn't know about that. Yet. Also, like I said, you only get a minute. So it's, you know, you would have to say, and it has to be a specific circumstance, like, what you know? What happened in the workshop of the Alanasto estate? Yeah. What happens when we walk through that door? What happens when this guy leaves the room? It has to be a very specific certain That's circumstance. That's a question. Town. As long as I ask the right question. Yeah. Yeah. My lady. No, that's it. Time episode oh, over. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. With that, we're going to end today's episode with Quill coming back. Yay. Guess who's back? Oh, he's back again. <laughs> Uh, and I'll write, I'll write you up a thing, so that's one figure. today. Huh? We melted his mini. Shit. No. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, we chucked it in the bin, so I was no. burnt it and cast it to the wind. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll write that up for you so you've got a thing. And we'll talk oh. about it just so you have a clear understanding of like how it works and stuff. That's incredible. Um, I'm so happy he's back. Well, look, everybody, you know, when you come back from the dead, you get a little upgrade. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to check out D&D Beyond with the link in the episode description. And also, consider supporting the podcast on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash highrollers, giving you early access to podcast episodes and other little benefits. We'll see you on Monday for the next episode with the return of Quill and the continued investigation into the Enelasto estate. We'll see you then.